All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Sling It Bikinis. They have the absolute sexiest sling style bikinis and monokinis on the market. I think that they're great, obviously, for the sexy pool parties, but for us lifestylers, they're also a great thing to throw on under an outfit if you're going to, say, a house party or an event. You guys know if you've been to them before, you tend to kind of peel clothing off as the night goes on. And it can be so fun to have a naughty little surprise underneath. I think one of the perfect options from Sling It Bikinis for that purpose is their Rebel Yell Bikini. It's crotchless and has an open cup. And of course, you can match it with their adorable pasties. But it's the perfect thing to throw on underneath a a sexy dress to, like I said, just give someone that you're playing with that extra little surprise. Comes in all sorts of fun colors, just like all of their bikinis do. And listeners of our show are going to get a 20% discount site-wide when you use our promo code at checkout, which is FPS20. Again, that's slingitbikinis.com, promo code FPS20. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at Cassidy.com, our favorite lifestyle site. We've had so much fun developing a brand new community on Cassidy that we think you hot wife couples will really enjoy, especially if you travel regularly to the Vegas area. It's called Vegas Hot Wives, and it's a great place to see the hot wife related activity that's going on in the Vegas area. That is just one example of the plethora of communities you can find on there. Pretty much every major club and event host has a community on Cassidy and it's a great way to make sure that you're up to date on all of the amazing fun going on in the lifestyle space. You can also try it out free for 30 days by heading to frontporchswingers.com. That's our website. Going to the bottom of the homepage and clicking on the Cassidy banner. When you do so, you're going to get 30 free days when you sign up. So we will see you there. So all kinds of naughtiness happening in our world as of late. Mostly my world. Let's be real. I've been such a slut. Yeah, we were talking about it yesterday on our drive in traffic. I don't remember where the hell we were going, sitting in an hour's worth of traffic. Really trying to, or discussing the definition of where we are currently in this journey of ethical non-monogamy. And it's, uh, I mean, at this point, we are simply a hot wife couple. That's who we are. Exactly. Well, I mean, for so long, we've talked about, you know, we're an open couple and we don't really identify as much as, you know, some other people might. For example, we don't necessarily identify this at this point in our lives as swingers because I feel like that simplifies who we are. We're so much more complex than that. At the same time, for the most part, right now, we're a hot wife couple because I'm the one playing almost exclusively. Yeah, absolutely. I really have backed away because I've been just enjoying you playing, first of all, which really also allows me to, I want to cultivate some interest in people and have them cultivate interest in me as we get closer. We are now about 30 days away from being in Vegas permanently. Ah! which is crazy to even say out loud, but <laughs> communicating with people there and, and beginning to start some a rapport with people and conversation with folks, I, I'm just not looking to, to play at this point right now. I'm just excited about what's going on with you. And there's a lot going on. 
Oh my God, so much going on. So a few teasers for you guys. Obviously, we're not going to cover these in detail today, but just to give you an idea of how sexually active I have really been lately. First of all, I had a very unique play session at the beginning of last week, and it was unique because it it brought me back to my Clint playing days. For those of you who have listened to our podcast for a long period of time, you know that the majority of my play sessions with my play partner in Montana, Clint, were very rough, very primal. I would often have these beautiful marks all over my body the next day. And I had no idea how much I missed that until last week when I played with a guy who is very much the same. I was bruised head to toe. I still have marks on my neck from being choked. I still have marks on my ass from being spanked. It was rough and holy fuck did I love it. Yeah, it was, I mean, I wasn't expecting it. I don't think you were either. No, because he's such an easygoing kind of jovial dude. I mean, it just goes to show that sexually people can be very different than they are in their quote unquote, like normal lives. Well, yeah, that wasn't really part of the conversation that you guys were having either leading up to play. No. In terms of how, you know, kind of aggressive it was going to be and that kind of thing. So it came, when you told me or when you and I got back together later, it really came out of nowhere. I was very surprised. (laughs) Well, not out of nowhere in our play session. We'll talk about about that. He did a great job of reading my right. cues, asking for consent, etc. But once it was on, it was on. Like, holy balls. And I loved it because, like I said, it kind of brought me back to my roots and it reminded me of what I really want to find when we land in Vegas, which is a regular play partner who can kind of beat the shit out of me, consensually. Yeah, I mean, that's what you've been looking for anyway uh, so far since we've been, you know, getting prepared to get there. Much like I've been looking for what I'm looking for as we prepare to get there because we have some opportunities now that were never really presented to us when we were living in Montana. I should say a lot more opportunities. <laughs> yeah, it's an understatement. <laughs> to say the least. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, it was really very interesting when you told me about that, you know, how that session went. I was, I was really surprised. I just didn't see that happening. I knew it was going to be fun. Uh, at least I thought it would be because he's just such a cool guy and we all got along so well. You got along with him very well. And I thought, yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be a lot of fun. And, and you were with, you were together for a while. You know, I made myself scarce after we had some drinks and uh, had a light dinner. And then I took off, did my thing, and you guys went and played. And, man, it was... I I lost track of time. Oh, it was fucking hot. And what I really loved is you always touch my booty and spank me while you're walking by and those types of things. And for literally days afterwards, you'd touch my ass and I'd be like, oh my God, that hurts. Don't do that. And I kind of loved it. It, As much as I said, it hurts. It made me smile too, because it brought me back to that hot play session. I think that's what people who don't play in the primal world and don't love the bruises and the marks don't really get is that those are a constant reminder to you of like, Oh, I was fucking naughty. Yeah, as if you needed those to remind you. But yeah, <laughs> yeah no because joke. there's been so much sluttiness happening. But it's amazing because it really has changed how I perceive and how really how I see our dynamic at this point in this space. It's I enjoy it. It's it, again, like you said, it's like going back to the beginning. It's the the invigorating feeling of us being back to the hot wife space almost exclusively at this point, uh, at least for the time being, is is really just a lot of fun. Now, that being said, I also did something incredibly unique last week. I had a one-on-one play date with a lady. Yeah, well, it's unique for you, for sure. 
because I don't do that. I've never done that. I've never had a full play session where it's just me and another woman and there's no possibility of a dick coming into the room at some point. Like this is just a focus on that female energy and it has caused a lot of thoughts and conversations between you and I because I find myself far more attracted to men than I do to women. But when I'm attracted to a woman, I am really fucking attracted. Yeah, and I have video and pictures to prove that you were attracted to this woman. Uh, and this woman, of course, is Leah, our friend of Adam and Leah, the couple that we have, uh, talk about often. They're just amazing people. And you had an opportunity to play with her simply, like you said, alone, just the two of you in a great hotel, afternoon play, and it was it was hot. I saw the pictures. Yeah, well, those things are also going to be coming to our OnlyFans soon, so make sure that you stay tuned for that. But yeah, I mean, it's caused a lot of conversation and thought about my sexuality, about what it is that makes me attracted to a woman. Obviously, I have a very physical, a very specific physical type when it comes to a woman. Like, I like big bootied tatted brunettes and that is this woman so it makes total sense but i also think it's more than that i'm attracted to a woman who's like so sure of her sexuality and so sexually confident that it just kind of sucks up the energy in the room i love that well it's like anything else i don't think there's anything wrong with having a specific type that you're attracted to and i don't think you have to be attracted to one type of person more than you do the other and if you do it doesn't matter you know it, it's perfectly fine well attraction's just it's uh it is what it is it's an uncontrollable thing yeah it just you know if you're attracted to someone for whatever the reason then that's okay you yeah. know it's just like if you're not attracted to someone that's also okay yeah and it is really difficult trying to explain that to couples when they reach out because oh i don't even want to talk about it <laughs> well no my point is when a couple reaches out it is i'm far more likely to be attracted to the man than i am to the woman because i right. find more men attractive than i do women but it's so shitty to say that to somebody so of course i don't but it's difficult to get across the idea that just because it says bisexual on my profile right. that doesn't mean that i'm going to want to play with every Every couple out there. Well, listen, <laughs> you talk about not wanting to play with every couple out there. I think the idea, first of all, of us uh, going to Vegas, we are going to have an amazing time. We have already set up our set ourselves up with some incredible people that we're going to interact with just on a, on the level of getting to know some of the folks in the space, not yeah. just from a play perspective, just getting to know some people and people that we have been communicating with for a very long time that we just never really got to connect with who live also in the Vegas area. Yeah. So it's going to be amazing. But what I'm finding now, of course, because fortunately, I'm being contacted by a lot of people on my profile, which I was very surprised by because I make very clear <laughs> in that profile what it is and what it is not that I'm willing to tolerate. So some of these folks obviously don't read it, but when they do reach out, much like you said, people kind of get this, this, I guess couples particularly get this misconception that if you're in this space and you are acting as a single person, uh, regardless of whether you're a coupled person or not, but you have a single profile or you know, a single person's profile, they think that because you're a single guy, you should simply be attracted to them and that you should want to play with them. Yeah, we just kind be- of talked about that a little bit last yeah, week. Yeah, just because I'm, just because it seems as though I'm a single guy. That is not the fucking case at all. If I'm not attracted to you for whatever reason, 
then I'm just not attracted to you. But I guess there's this misconception. Well, you know, you're a single person or you're, especially if you're a single dude, you should really be eager to play with us. It couldn't be further from the truth. Well, that's because you have so many fucking thirsty single men out there that will literally just go forward with anything because they just want to get their dicks wet. No question. And couples are so used to dealing with that. No question. We saw that firsthand. I'm I'm still blown away by what you saw uh, not too long ago in a pool. I'm fucking floored at some people's decision-making skills. <laughs> I I've just... It fucking blows me away. It Some really does. Some people are just way too fucking eager. It's like, oh, man, holy balls. Come on. I mean, <laughs> you know, a little hard to get. Just a little hard to get on both sides. Just right. a little. You know? Make the other person work a tiny bit. I don't know. <laughs> 20 seconds of banter. 20 seconds is all I'm asking for, people. 20 seconds. Yeah, well, it's it's weird to us because it's so far away, so far removed from how we play. Yeah, like, and to I guess, meet someone within 15 seconds and then be sucking their cock or something. What are you talking just about? never happened. You meeting someone literally not even exchanging names and getting fucked no condom no nothing no conversation instantly yeah we instantly saw that. we saw that that's happen. a thing that happened we <laughs> literally saw that and which yeah. is fine it's if it's happening between two consenting adults that's yeah. their fucking business yeah. it's just so far removed from who we are well and then you talk to folks like that and they're like you guys play how yeah. like they think like we're like yeah like we're the weirdo <laughs> yeah so i guess it's just it's perspective right it's yeah. whatever you're into but for us for me especially i mean i just i was just floored by it and i'm, I'm always surprised at how different how differently people play in this space. Every time I talk to somebody, there's a new dynamic. Yeah. Right? The idea that, well, we kind of play separately with the other person's consent, provided they know the other person or we've met them before or I'm in the same state or the same town or I'm just, I'm not too far away or, you know, whatever. We've heard it all. It's really kind of interesting. But for me, you know, the idea that just because you're, you know, physical uh, or into sex with strangers that you should instantly be attracted to and be willing to engage in sex with whomever because they're willing. Yeah. I, I just, I find that, that concept bizarre. I do too. You know, so I don't get it. <laughs> but, me either. But so, if you but if do, that is totally fine. We're not judging. It is yeah. simply not who we are. If we're the crazy ones, okay, fine. I'll take oh, it. Oh, we're definitely the crazy ones. I just for don't sure. know. I don't know if that's why. <laughs> they could be. We're crazy for so many other reasons. I guess it just depends on who you're asking, you know, and what you're, you know, because I'll talk to people, you know, I'll, I'll communicate with them when they reach out you know and it's like oh well how do you guys play or or how do you play well you know i have a partner we play separately but this is how we like to do it and then i just get like a bunch of question marks like we've never even heard of that before I'm like <laughs> what do you mean I, what do you mean you That's never like heard our lives never what heard do you of why? don't get this yeah, it's, yeah i don't understand I'm, explain it yeah we also have people that listen to our show though and reach out and are like oh my god we have never heard of anyone playing exactly like we do until we listen to you guys right. so there's obviously a large portion of people that listen to us for that reason oh, yeah well there's a portion i don't know how large the portion is but there certainly are some other folks out there but i just find it interesting like when we meet people all we you know, people will reach out or we'll get face to face with them to learn how they either have started in the lifestyle and then where they've ended up at you know at the point at which at which we're talking to them and how they got there and how they play is really very interesting because there is and we just had this conversation with somebody there is no rule book there, there's no book that explains this to you. Right. It's just one of those things you have to find it out for yourself and for your partner what works. And once you find it, it's great. 
But when you find it, and then you're kind of introduced to all of these other ideas, it's like, whoa, where did that come from? Like, right. that's a thing? <laughs> you know, it was very, it, it's just so strange. I, it, it's the part I enjoy the most, I think, about it is the diversity. Yeah, I agree. And what works for us is being a hot wife couple right now. And that's yeah. what we're doing a lot of. That's why I've been playing as much as I have been. We're obviously going to be talking about another hot wife encounter I had in just a little bit. First, I want to do a single guy tip of the week that I've been thinking about for a long time and I just haven't been able to fully verbalize Okay. because I've often joked on the show before that if you tell me I'm cute, I'm going to be putty in your hands, right? If you give me some compliment about my physicality, it flatters me and it absolutely does. I'm going to start counting. I'm going to start keeping track of how many times a day you tell me to tell you you're cute. You should tell me I'm cute all literally every 30 minutes. Let's go with well, that. Well, I do it all the time. How cute you are. You're super <laughs> cutie pants. And you're like, you haven't told me I'm cute in like an hour. Like, what? I wasn't keeping track. But yeah, I'm totally going to keep track. tell people how fucking neurotic I'm I am. I'm totally keeping track. I'm going to do it. I'm going to start keeping Throwing track. Throwing me right under that bus. I'm going to get a clicker. I'm just going to start <laughs> clicking them off. I'm curious to see no, what that looks I like. I do like being told that I'm cute. I It flatters me and it makes me feel good. However, what I'm finding right now is that I'm getting a lot of messages from guys. I, I get bombarded with messages from men and that's lovely and I appreciate all of them, at least most of them. <laughs> most of them, not all of them. But when every single person that reaches out has the same thing to say and it's always about my physicality... And always about the same things about my physicality, it doesn't feel genuine and it certainly doesn't make them stand out. So I'll provide yeah. an example. I often highlight my booty. I have a large ass and I totally understand that. Yeah, and, and embrace it. I love it. Yes. I do embrace it. I like to show it off. I like to be in a thong and take pictures and put them online. So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with appreciating my ass. Of course, I'm putting myself out there as such. But when every single message I receive is, hey, you have a, a fantastic ass. Do you want to hang out sometime or do you want to chat? It just isn't special. It doesn't feel like you're doing anything to really wow me or to show me effort. Well, I can almost understand it in a, an initial kind of someone reaching out to you for the first time after they've seen a picture of your you know, big booty. And it's like, oh, wow, what an amazing picture. It's really sexy. And then from there, maybe taking it somewhere. But a lot of times it's, it's just the same conversation. Well, I don't even respond to those messages anymore. That's the problem. So I'm trying to dig in on why that is and try to maybe help guys understand how they can provide a better foot in the door, a better first impression. I don't think saying, hey, you have a great ass is a great first impression. And the reason is every beautiful woman, every attractive woman, any woman that's put herself online in lingerie or has a big booty or whatever is being bombarded with those exact same compliments. You want to stand out? out don't compliment her physicality compliment something in her bio right. something that makes her unique i take a lot of time on my bios i really think them through i put a lot of very pertinent information out there i try to balance the sexy stuff with more of the vanilla stuff so people can really understand not everything about me of course because that's impossible but really understand me on more of like a holistic level and so if you can pick something out of there that means something to you and use that as your foot in the door that is so much more impressive and it rarely happens 
It, it is rare. It did it, something like that happened to you recently, but not exactly. You were you were contacted, and someone actually commented and and complimented you on just being an amazing woman, like an empowered woman, based on something that you had written, which I thought was very cool. I loved that, and it is somebody. The person you're referring to is somebody who I Snapchat all the time, and I send pictures of my tits and ass to. Right, and he compliments those too, but to to call me and say, I have so much respect for you as an empowered woman and I just wanted to throw that out there. That's a perfect example of you understanding that I'm not just tits and ass. There's more to me. I have a fucking brain in my head and I want you to speak to that part of me. Yeah, but it's also, it, it's deeper than that. It, it goes, it speaks to who that person is as a human being. That's really the difference. There's not this, I mean, obviously the superficial is there. The surface level stuff is the obvious, but not a lot of people go any further than that. Yeah. You know, and that's the you uniqueness. So say something that is going to be different than the norm. Just understand, if I have 100 messages on any platform from guys, 99 out of those 100, if they're not just hey, (laughs) anyway, are going to be a compliment about the way I look. That's nice. Thank you. But tell me something deeper. Look deeper. Look into my bio and actually link up something you're interested in that I'm interested in. And I'm going to be like, holy, holy hell, this person actually has a brain in their head and they want to understand me. And that is sexy. Yeah. Listen, if you're just reaching out to say, hey, great ass and with no expectation of ever meeting, awesome. Throw as many of them out there as you want. But if you have any interest in actually getting together and having some physical connection, you're probably going to need to step it up. Yeah. So that's my single guy tip of the week. Don't be generic. Find something interesting to lead with and just know that while I love compliments about my body, I would so much rather have a compliment about who I am as a person. Good to know. I will keep that in mind. I'm still getting a clicker. (laughs) You can tell me both. I also say, do you think I'm smart? Always. Do you think I'm charming? (laughs) Always. Yeah. It's not even fishing for compliments. It's like hitting me over the head for compliments. Exactly. Yeah, that's what it is. Clubbing me over the head. You don't have to guess what I'm asking for, ever. No crystal ball required. (laughs) Just a clicker. So as mentioned, we have a very sexy hot wife encounter to discuss today. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. Autumn is in the air and the pumpkins are in the patch. And our friends at Manscaped are here to make sure you don't carve your pants pumpkins when you're grooming, if you know what we're saying. Make sure you keep things fresh this fall with the leaders in male grooming and their brand new fourth generation performance package. Join the 2 million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code SWINGERS at checkout. Yeah, listen, guys, you know what it's like. You're not really sure you're going to get lucky, but, you know, if someone's going to see the pumpkins, you always want to make sure things are looking good down there. How many times have you been in a situation where, well, you just don't have the time to get ready, but you know you're going to need to. Nothing like the 4.0 to have in your bag at all times. Break it out. Trim the boys at the very last minute. I've been there. I've done it. Difficult to do with a razor. Can't do it fast with a razor. Never a good idea. But the 4.0 gets it done quick, gets it done clean, gets you ready for game time. It's time to bundle up with the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Inside the package, you're going to find the Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all of your goodies. So again, manscaped.com. Today, use code SWINGERS at checkout for 20% off plus free shipping. Manscaped.com, code SWINGERS at checkout. Make your balls a priority this fall. Choose Manscaped and your balls will thank you. 
This episode of FPS is brought to you by Promescent. Picture this, you are at a lifestyle event, you see a sexy lady and you start dancing away with her, there's kissing going on, maybe you decide you're going to take it somewhere a little bit more intimate, but you're concerned that the fun is going to end too quickly because you're too into it. Well, Promescent has you covered with their flagship product, the Delay Spray. All you have to do is spray a few sprays on right before your sexy time, let it absorb for a few minutes you're not going to transfer it to your partner and then you get to have a little bit more sexy time who doesn't want to extend that amazing first encounter with somebody new that is just one product you're going to find at promescent you can also get lubes condoms and before and after wipes to throw in your swingers bag for that exact same event make sure you have all of your bases covered for your night of fun when you head to promescent.com use our promo code which is fps15 off FPS150FF for 15% off of your order. Again, that's Promescent, P R O M E S C E N T dot com, promo code FPS15 off for 15% off of your order today. So today we're going to be talking about one of my absolute favorite play partners and somebody that's really become a friend, kind of a staple in our sexy encounters here in Florida, and that is Theo. Yeah, that's actually really cool to me because Theo is one of those guys, I think much like Clint, that's just going to be part of our friend circle for a very, very long time. He's certainly a guy that's going to come and visit us once we get to Vegas. And, uh, you know, he's just not just a play partner. As you said, he's a friend for sure. Yeah. And I think this particular interaction really cemented why it is I enjoy playing with him so much, why I think he is kind of the perfect guy to be in the lifestyle. So we're going to be dis- dissecting all of that today. I will also say there is a, a, an element of this that may be a little bit interactive for you guys, which we'll get to as well. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we were staying at a hotel. We had a room and I really love the whole hotel thing. We've talked about this many times. There is something very sexy and very sensual about being in an environment that's not yours. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like your stuff isn't in places. You're not thinking about, did I sweep the floor enough or did I, you know, is the bed made? enough or any of those types of things you're walking into an environment where it's set up for you and you can just focus on feeling sexy if that's why you're there well even if you're not there for that particular reason i think that you get the idea that it's it's you know hotels or it's like a little taboo right there's always a little taboo thing attached to being in a hotel oh why do you think that is because people can hear you potentially or what for me yeah certainly you're in an as you said and you're not in an environment that's familiar strangers all around you never really know If anyone's in a room next to you or adjacent to you, a lot of times you just don't know there's anybody there. So you could necessarily, you know, you could be surrounded by people or there could be nobody around. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of, it's always mystery. There's a lot of mystery around a hotel room. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it's also uh, the, it's also the way that your brain makes correlations, right? So for example, most of the times in my life that I've been in like a nice hotel room, I am fucking in said nice hotel room. Yeah, of course. So it's like when I walk into a room, a hotel room, I immediately start thinking of all those past experiences I've had and it turns me on. Right. Well, especially if it's a place, you know, like for example, if we're in Vegas or in Miami or wherever, a place we've been before and had really good time in, it's like, oh, wow, you remember that time we were here and then this happened? So yeah, now you're in a room again and all of those ideas and and those, those past experiences come rushing back. You know how they say scent is what's most tied to your memory? 
Yeah. For me, it's definitely sight. Like, the just the seeing of certain things in a hotel room will get me going. Yeah, I don't know that sight... I don't know that scent is my thing either. It's supposed to be, but for me, it's not. It's definitely uh, visual cues. Yeah, I would think much much of the same for me. I'm not sure that that's true for me. Scent, I'm, I don't know about that. I'd have to. I'm gonna have to think about that. I'll have to see. I'll have to make a note of it and see if it works for me. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, I was already feeling worked up because we were in this room, and you and I had had some fun in there earlier in the day. Not, I don't think we'd played up to that point, but we were, we were definitely being a little bit flirty with each other, and I think that was kind of in, in anticipation of me being with Theo that night. Yes, but we also knew going into this that, yes, you were going to play with Theo. That was pretty well established, but there was a lot of other naughtiness already laid out for the next couple of days, so we knew it was going to be a naughty weekend. So, you know, the juices are already flowing. I will also say this. This was my first of two play sessions on the same night. Yes. So it was Theo first, and we'll talk about the second one at a later date. But I think that that was really kind of going through my head too. And I do think it fueled me a little bit because I had this idea all day long of like, I am going to be naughty. I am going to do naughty things today with multiple people. I'm going to have all of this sexy energy that I bring back to Brian and it's just going to be perfect. Yeah, it was already, there was some plan in place. Now, some stuff, as we know, there was no plan. Just happened. You know, just happenstance. But there was a lot of naughtiness planned, and that certainly did lead, at least for me, uh, lead me to be really excited and, you know, lent itself to just a heat in the air. So you left the room. I told you that Theo was coming. You yeah. left. I gave him our room number. And the entire time I'm waiting for him, I am playing with my pussy. I'm getting myself all sorts of worked up, which I don't usually do because sometimes I get too worked up and then it doesn't go well if I kind of pregame before an interaction. Yeah, you get way too sensitive. Well, I was you, fucking worked up. I couldn't not touch my pussy. This well, you, time. that's my point. You also have no off switch. <laughs> So it's like you can't just touch a little bit and kind of tease yourself. Five minutes in, you've got the wand out, and it's like a whole production. And now you're so sensitive, like a, a light wind blows through the room. And, and I'm you're coming. Yeah, you're just like, you know, chills down your spine. So, it, yeah, you could really kind of put yourself in a bad situation if you take it too far. Well, I was not playing with the wand. I did not make that mistake. That would be a big mistake. That's a rookie move. I don't know why you continue to do it. <laughs> because if I put the wand on me first and then someone tries to go down on me, won't fucking happen. That's, that's brutal. But I'm sitting there on the bed. I'm playing with my pussy. I break out my big pink dildo and I'm kind of playing with that. I'm getting myself all lubed up. I'm soaking wet before he even knocks on the door yeah. just to give you an idea of this whole thing okay i also had on this black piece of lingerie that i fucking love because it hugs me in all the right places it makes my ass look really nice i kept kind of turning around there was this big mirror and i kept turning and looking at my own ass in the mirror like oh he's gonna want to spank that just getting myself so worked up so he finally knocks on the door I answer it. He comes in. He remarks on how nice I look. I also had this really cute kind of leopard print robe thing over my black lingerie. So I just had everything going so on. So you answered the door dressed like this. It's not like you had to get ready. Like, <laughs> no, okay. I answered the door just like this. So he comes in. Because you were not dressed like that when I left, by no, the way. You no. were in street clothes. <laughs> Well, yeah. I wasn't going to answer the door in street clothes. I know. I mean, I, I didn't see any of that, so I had no idea. <laughs> so I answer the door. He comes in, of course, remarks on my outfit. But what I loved is I'm all worked up. I'm in this lingerie. We kiss, and then we can still just be friendly for a couple of minutes. We're talking about how the week went, and he had just gone to a really big event. I asked him how that went for him. So friendly. 
while we're both standing there knowing that in just a couple minutes, we are going to be all over each other. Yeah, and him not knowing what just a few minutes ago had taken place, you getting yourself so fucking worked up using a vibrate or a dildo and playing with yourself, and he has no idea you're basically dripping down your leg at this point. Okay, I was just going to say that. I literally at one point felt my leg, and there, I was wet all the way down my fucking leg. That's how worked up I was at this entire thing before he even got in the door, barely. Well, does oh, he see the hot. does he see the pink dildo laying by the bed or on or it's a suction cup so is it like stuck to the to, to the, the nightstand or whatever i don't think he remarked on it he might have seen it well but. he's a gentleman he probably saw it but just thought ah, we'll let that slide <laughs> we're not gonna bring that up just yeah. just let her do her thing yeah <laughs> so the whole plan of this play date was for us to do a little bit of filming and to take some photos and just do some fun stuff he's kind of looking to get into a little bit of content creation so we were just gonna kind of do it as like a test run and see how it went i had a tripod set up and so my this big- the casting couch is that what you're saying <laughs> it was kind of- okay and and the couch was black there was a black couch yes. there was a black leather couch in the room if you guys don't know what we're talking about it's like a very famous gross fucking porn yeah. setting thing. yeah it's, it's the casting couch yeah so that's basically what you were doing you were kind of you know breaking them in i guess is what you were doing yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely okay. i was gonna make sure he could hang yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I had the tripod all set up, but my big thing was, even though we planned on doing some video and stuff, I didn't want that to be the focus of our play session. And I didn't want it to ruin the mood. I didn't want him to feel uncomfortable because we'd never done this together before. So my idea was, let's get kind of the filming out of the way or do some things that can be easily filmed, and then we'll move away from that and just go have our time together. And it worked out perfectly. Yeah, I think you've got to separate that a little bit because, I mean, it's difficult. you got a camera or two cameras. you got tripods and lights and all that shit. It's like, man, this is a little too... It's like sterile. Like, it's weird. Yeah. Like, like, I'm on trial here or something with all the lights. Although Lee and I did that last week and there was zero issues. Well, I walked in that I walked in that room. I'm like, holy shit, it's a full-blown set in here. She had her tripods, you had yours, fucking cameras everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck went on in here? So anyway, the whole idea was I was going to pr- perform some oral for him and we were going to film that. And then when we were done with that, we were just going to go play. So I sit him down on the couch. He kind of takes his shirt off. I slide his pants off. So he's now sitting there naked. I'm still in my lingerie. I position the camera so that I can go to town on his cock. And what was really interesting, you say kind of this sterile environment is created. He and I have such a heat that I forgot the camera was there. Yeah, after a while, it kind of goes away for sure. But, you know, when you got the light kid out and the, you know, it just, we didn't there's have a light lot. kid. <laughs> I mean, there's a, well, when you and Leah were, were filming, when I walked in there, there was, there was a light ring. I was like, well, holy shit, there's a lot happening in this little room. So yeah, I mean, it can be a little, you know, it'll throw you off. It's a little off-putting, but you know, good for him. He kind of seemed to manage just fine. If the heat is enough, it just doesn't fucking matter. And that's exactly what I learned because I am sucking his cock, but I am staring at him. My eyes and his eyes are locked on each other for 90% of this session. And the other thing I love is he keeps reaching down and Theo is so sensual, so opposite of what I said I loved from my play session last week. I do love that very sensual play because it makes me feel very connected to a person. It's very intimate. It's very much an opportunity for me to see him for who he is because he is a very gentle, sensual person. Yeah, but what you do not like is when that 
type of play takes place very early in a relationship with somebody. Or, that doesn't work. Right. I wouldn't say very early in a relationship, but much like we talked about last week with the gentleman that I met and immediately took up to the room. I shouldn't say immediately, but an hour into meeting him, took right. him up to the room is, I've known you for an hour. That's way too intimate for the for an hour into our dynamic together. Right. But with Theo, it's always been intimate. I've never felt uncomfortable because I've always felt a very kind of instant connection with him. Well, but we de- well, that's my point. We developed a connection with him prior to you guys playing to some degree. We also have you know a mutual friend, and so there, there's a little bit of backstory there with someone that you don't necessarily know, like the guy that we met and you played with that evening after an hour or so. It would have been a little strange to have more of a sensual kind of encounter with someone like that. Yeah, well, it's not strange at all with Theo. I loved it. He's looking into my eyes. He reaches down. He has one hand that's kind of like caressing the side of my face. The other one that's like running his hands up through my hair. I had a big bun in, so he couldn't actually run it all the way through my hair, but he's kind of running it up to the bond and back down and just caressing me and it was very sexy and I was so into the whole thing I mean obviously I always want to have sex with Theo I always want to have his perfect fucking cock in my mouth but there was something that was much more connecting this time than I felt in the past well it's also I think the first time that you played with him that was not in either our place or his place it was a no kind of a new environment Sure. You know, so that changes. Well, I've and never played at his place. Right. We've always played here. But you're also in a hotel room, which for you is always different. Yep. So I'm not surprised that it kind of had different, you had different feelings about it. So we did that for quite a while. We kind of switched the camera position. I'm still sucking his cock. And the other thing that I loved is there was one point when I had the camera kind of positioned down and his face is right above it. And so I can see myself sucking his cock in the camera, but I can also peer up at him. It was fucking hot. There is something about being able to see myself sucking cock that makes me feel very sexy because I think I look good with a cock in my mouth. I think you look great with my cock in your mouth. So, And you did send me a picture at some point letting me know, hey, everything's going well. Because you guys were, I mean, it was several hours of time that went by, at least it seemed like that, that you guys were filming or playing. And so you had sent me a picture in the middle of it at some point, or maybe not in the middle of it, I don't even know. And it was just you sucking his cock. It was like a still picture. I was like, okay, things are going well. I see that. Did that turn you on? Yeah, because I was sitting at a bar at the time. I have to stop doing this. It doesn't even occur to me, I guess, because we just don't give a shit. And it just never, it never occurs to me like to be careful when I'm opening my phone. (laughs) Like when you send me a picture, because, you know, my phone went off and I didn't know that you had texted me necessarily. I had to open up my messages. And then I see there's a message from you there and it says image. It doesn't even occur to me that I need to like shade my phone or have look who's around me. You know, I'm sitting at a bar. There's probably eight other people around. And I open this thing up and it's you with a big cock in your mouth. I'm like, oh, oh, hey, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Bartender standing there. I'm like, wow, I hope nobody saw that. You should really know better. I just don't even think about it. You know, I don't, I just don't. So we we kind of ended the filming there. It was a lot of oral. I loved sucking his cock. I loved watching myself suck his cock. Then we stopped everything, and I was just able to fully focus on him. And I kept sucking his cock. I started licking on his balls a little bit. I very much matched his sensual energy. I'm running my hands up and down his thighs and onto his chest. And it was just really nice a very kind of easing into our play session so pretty quickly he tells me he wants to go down on me so i get up i take off my robe i still have my lingerie on but i kind of hike it up and i lay down on the bed and theo starts going down on me and once again 
just like I mentioned, I think last week, I am looking at him through the majority of him providing me with oral. And it's amazing because he's so focused on my pussy that the first probably 60 seconds he's going down on me, he never looks up at me. He is laser focused on giving me amazing oral and he absolutely is. But pretty soon he realizes that I'm watching him. So he starts staring into my eyes while he's going down on me. Again, incredibly intimate. And he has this kind of softness in his eyes. A lot of times I talk about how sexy it is, I think, when people have this look of hunger while we're playing with each other because it feels very primal to me. But there's something so soft about the way that he looks at me and touches me. It makes me feel almost kind of cared for in that moment. Well, to a degree, you are, obviously. But I give him credit because once you've gotten, you have gotten to the point where you are super turned on, you've already played with yourself, you're super sensitive. You go, he goes down on you. Now you're uber sensitive, right? The second time, like when I when I'm licking your pussy and I'm making you come for the second time, let's say, it's like you have to hang on for the ride because there's you don't you can't sit still. Like you have to start very softly now because it you know the intensity is is amped up to ten. So I'm you squeezing know, your head between my legs like a death grip. Yeah, I've got to really hold your legs down, and so I can only imagine how his trying to be you know softer and more sensual while you're doing this bucking motion because you can't breathe on your clit at this point. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, credit given to him. Right, but it also is a difference in the way that he licks me and the way that his tongue interacts with my pussy because it's equally as soft and slow and it's that build up it's very different than someone trying to make me come if you're trying to make me come you're really probably only going to be able to make me come once with your mouth and that's going to be the end of it unless i can kind of work through it but it really is uncomfortable for me i don't like that i like the way that he was licking slowly and it was just this very kind of slow, sexy, soft build up because he was able to make me come at least three times with his mouth. Yeah, it's not easy. You've got to be, I mean, it's surgical. It's, you know, scalpel for sure. Not a hatchet. (laughs) Scalpel. So, I mean, of course, that kind of ends and we start making out with each other. We're touching all over each other. He is like wrapping his hands kind of around me and touching onto my booty while he's making out with me and kind of very slowly and sexily (laughs) grabbing it and massaging my ass with both hands. It was very, very sexy. So then he puts on a condom. He asks how I want it. I tell him I want to ride him because that has been my go-to. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely your your position of choice as of late. So I climb on top of him and again, it's very different than the guy who I played with the next night. This the guy who I didn't really know all that well that I took up to the hotel room. When I'm riding his cock, I am bouncing my booty all over the place. I'm doing all sorts of angles. I'm trying to make myself come. I realize with Theo, that's not really what I'm doing. I am matching his energy. It's slow. I'm really getting a rhythm going. It's very much kind of this rocking back and forth, almost like a wave in the ocean is how I'm how I'm trying to position my body on him. And we're kissing each other and we're touching each other. He's rubbing his hands up and down my back and my arms and it was very hot eventually i did come and when i came i think because it was that very slow build up it took probably a good 10 to 15 minutes of me riding his cock before i came which 
you would know is a long fucking time for me to not have an orgasm yeah yeah there isn't 10 minutes that go by that you typically don't have an orgasm i don't care what's going on exactly this was at least 10 minutes if not more of me riding his cock in this very slow sensual way but once i came it was explosive my whole body shook and when i know that i really had a good orgasm two things happen one i get the little stars in the eyes i get kind of that dazed glazed thing going on right. which absolutely happened it's almost like you're drunk for like five minutes and then it's over that's what it feels like yeah like you're stumbling around the room yeah and but i also get this tingle that goes all the way down it starts at like the base of my neck and goes all the way down my body down my spine and that happened and it's been a while since i've had that happen Oh, I fucking loved it. <laughs> well, again, there's a connection now that's been formed, obviously, with you and Theo, much like there is any time we have regular play partners, which, again, I go back to what we were talking about earlier, is just, you know, for me, it's our, it's my go-to, it's our go-to for, for that reason, along with many others. It just changes... It just changes the stimulation, right? It changes the entire experience. The one you had with a, a guy that we met a couple hours prior, while it was hot and certainly more... Ah, more along the lines of the aggressive kind of primal type thing it doesn't have, you don't have the same satiation it's not the same level of satisfaction well we've really gotten to know each other and we've become incredibly comfortable which speaks to what happened right after that so i finished riding him i get off i think i got a quick drink of water and we were just kind of laying together and touching each other and i was kind of stroking his cock a little bit and then I think I had taken off his condom so that I could really stroke his cock and, and get to it. He put on another condom and he got on top of me and he starts riding me. And it is fantastic because when he is on top, he does a great job of creating different angles until he finds the one that really gets me going. Right. And I think he knows when I'm really getting going because my eyes get bigger and I start becoming kind of animated. Like, yes, right there, without even the words coming out of my mouth, I'm sure he knows this is working for her. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, listen, you, you're with somebody long enough or often enough, you know what the trigger points are. Yeah. You know, and again, I go back to that's what we really enjoy for that reason. It takes a lot of the guesswork out. We know what works. We know what doesn't. We know what you like. We know what you don't. It's it, nice and easy. Yep. So he's fucking me like that on top for quite a while. And we're kissing each other. And then he, I tell him I'm going to come. I'm like, I'm going to come on that cock. And he goes, this is going to be weird for you. I want to see what your reaction is. He goes, yeah, come for daddy. Oh, that's strange. And I said, I'm going to come for you, daddy. Wow. You've never done that. Never. Never done that for anybody else. Yeah. What's up? Forget what it's like for me. What was it like for you? It was weird, but I didn't. It was weird afterwards. In the moment, it felt very right. In the moment, you could have called him anything. And here's the thing. There are things that happen during sex that when it happens in the moment, you have the hormones going and all of the intensity is happening. You kind of get lost in it and you allow yourself to let go and do things that you wouldn't do outside of the bedroom. Right. I, if he and I were just walking around somewhere, we went to go have a drink or something. I wouldn't call him daddy. No, that would be strange. That would be really fucking weird. But it didn't feel weird in the moment. It felt very kind of natural. Yeah, I don't think it has to feel weird or should feel weird in the moment. I think you get a pass for a lot of things that happen during sex that you would not want to happen in normative life, exactly. like standing in line getting coffee, you know? <laughs> a very different thing. Can I please have a double cappuccino, daddy? Yeah. That, that's going to, you know, you're going to get some head tilts. But yeah, I think it's I think that's just normal, right? I mean, it's also 
it's it's true. I mean, what it is when I say true, I mean it's just a real kind of reaction to something that's happening. Yep. You know, it was true in that moment, and so I think that's all that really matters. So, how do you feel about it? Uh, it doesn't. I mean, I'm not certainly not upset by it. I think it's really hot that you're able to could just lose yourself so much in the moment that it didn't even occur to you that that would be a question of any kind. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. The intensity of that of that session of that moment lends itself to why it happened and that's the hot part the part about it that gets me excited is that you were so lost in the moment it never even occurred to you so it happened multiple times too he's making me come over and over again and i think part of it was because i was turned on by the idea of i am clearly comfortable enough with this man to do things with him that i would never have done in prior dynamics well it puts you you're obviously in a position at that point with him in a situation where you just lose yourself yeah right it's it's completely freeing and that's the that's the part i think that makes the it, that's the most important part of it so he is continuing to fuck me we're making out we're talking dirty to each other i keep calling him daddy he keeps telling me to do things but calling himself daddy and it was fucking hot and there was one moment where we were kissing each other and i pulled him in and came so hard that my body shook around his it was fucking hot oh my god was it hot <laughs> and once again i always say there's those little time stamps right little uh, screenshots in my head of a moment that was the one for me because i'm completely around him just coming to the point that i am collapsing into him and oh I loved it. <laughs> well, again, it, like you just being lost in that moment lends itself to why uh, we have these kind of relationships with people and form these connections with people. That's not something that's going to happen either to you or me with you know a relative stranger. That's just not a thing. So then I tell him that I want him to come for me. And there's kind of a specific way that we have gotten to that he really likes to come. So he loves to bend me over because he likes to look at my ass while he is getting no surprise ready to there, come. Really. So he bends me over the bed and he's grabbing onto my ass. And what's really interesting is it's been so sensual up to this moment. But now he has this kind of primal need to orgasm, right? right. So he bends me over. He enters me. He's grabbing onto my ass and it is no longer sensual it is i don't want to say aggressive but it's far from sensual it's clear that he wants this he wants to come he wants to be fucking me hard he's fucking me deeper and deeper and deeper he kind of grabs onto my bun at one point grabs onto my shoulders and it was hot to me because it made me feel like he really wanted that in that moment. Yeah, it's focus-driven at that point. Yeah, yeah. So he tells me that when he is ready to come, he wants me to spin around and get on my knees so that he can come in my mouth. And I'm like, fuck yes. So he's fucking me and fucking me. And he's like, I'm getting ready to come. So he pulls out of me, pulls off the condom, starts stroking and grabs the back of my neck to hold me in place of where he wants me. I have my mouth completely open as as far as I can possibly open it so that he can shoot everything into my mouth. And he comes, and while he's doing it, he lets out this loud moan. And it is long, and he is just coming into my mouth. I'm literally letting it hit the back of my throat and swallowing all of it. And it was so fucking hot. Is this on film by any chance? Because no, I think it needed to be. It's not. We're absolutely going to do that next time because it was too fucking hot. It really was so hot because... 
we were both so into it. I mean, obviously he's into it because he's coming in that moment, but I'm into it because I see the pleasure. He is looking almost kind of away from me, but I can still see the look on his face is just like he's lost in how good it feels. Yeah, well, and- I mean, listen, that we need to catch that on tape. I need to see that. <laughs> it's hot, right? Yeah. So he comes for a long time, too. This lasts for at least a minute. And he finally is kind of getting the last of that cum, you know, into my mouth. I slurp all of it down. He pulls me up by my neck to kiss me. And I thought that was really hot, too, because a lot of guys are weird about that. Like, once you come, once they come in your mouth, they don't want to kiss you, which makes no fucking sense to me. Listen, it's, that I, I was under the impression that this entire thing was b- being recorded, so definitely missed opportunity. Yeah, well, there's more. There's more time for that, Brian. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the whole thing was just really, really sexy. And also what I liked, again, like I say so many times over and over again, but I feel like it has to be said in this situation is we go from him hard fucking me bent over on the bed me on my knees him coming in my mouth him kissing me right after he i he came in my mouth all of these different things to like us just lying on the bed and touching each other and it's so friend it's friendly but also kind of intimate it's a nice mix but it's not too intimate and I, I think what I'm really starting to learn, especially with a play partner who I'm with over and over again and feel so comfortable with, is there is still that line there for me. Even though I called him daddy, even though I, he just came in my mouth, all of these different things, I don't necessarily want to be fully embraced. I don't want to, like, cuddle completely in those moments. What makes me feel really comfortable is us kind of laying, facing each other. Maybe we're still kind of kissing a little bit. He's lightly touching me. I'm kind of scratching on his arm or on his leg or, you know, just very lightly. But it's not overly familiar because I do still kind of reserve those things for you, which is interesting because we've talked about being in the world of Polly. But to me, it's like maybe that's how I'll know for sure that I'm that comfortable with someone is that I'm totally okay being embraced the same way that you embrace me. Yeah, because the I think the one time that someone really kind of attempted to do that or that was really the, the next kind of step, it wasn't comfortable for you. It ended very quickly. Well, yeah. that sex was also horrible, but... <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's obvious. You'll know. I mean, when the time is right, that's something that's going to happen, obviously. But yeah, I think with all of our partners to this point that we play with routinely, regularly, there's a little bit of that, you know, it's a tenderness thing afterwards. And also there's a level for me of a little, you know, that after, care depending on how rough the session was so that that's understandable i think when you do get to the point where it's more comfortable to just lay there and and really embrace each other that's i think when we'll know that there's something more to it yeah that's definitely going to be a gauge for me and that's what i realized in this moment because sexually i could not feel more comfortable with theo clearly there is very little i would be concerned about doing with him at this point because of who he is as a person but also because of our sexual connection and yet there was kind of that disconnect when the sex was done and i was okay with that in fact i appreciated that well yeah he also understands that while whatever's happening during sex is on the table because there's that consent there afterwards there still has to be a little bit of that separation and and you know you kind of kind of remove yourself from that uh, for the moment compartmentalizing it that's almost what it feels like is i'm coming down from the sex but i have to compartmentalize that that's sex and friendship but it's not anything more than that right And I like that I have that ability to do that. And I like that he, as my play partner, is 
both understanding of that and totally rolls with the punches on what I'm comfortable with. Yeah, he gets it 100%. So it was a really hot play session. And like I said, you guys are going to be able to see some of it on our OnlyFans. So just another incentive of why you might want to join us there. If you're curious, Theo's face is not going to be in it, but other parts of Theo certainly will be. Everything other than his face. (laughs) So that was really fun. I'm glad that we got to do something new with each other. I'm glad that he trusts me to the point of being able to film him doing certain things and for it to end in just this explosive way the way that it did was really fun and just a reminder of how far he and i have come as play partners yeah it, it like i said it was a long session you guys played together for a long time when i got back you had clearly had a workout uh, it was obvious the whole place was disheveled there you were a shit mess everywhere. shit everywhere <laughs> yeah it was super fucking hot and then again as we mentioned the naughtiness did not stop there that particular day for sure you were already super worked up well and that's the other thing that i loved so much is my play session later that night was so different than what I had just done with Theo. We talk about it all the time. Variety in the lifestyle is fucking awesome. I don't want all of my play partners to be the same. I don't want every situation that I go into to be similar. I love that there's so much variety in the people that I'm playing with. And we'll talk about that at a later date because... My play session that night was naughty. <laughs> yeah, well, there's you know there's comfort again in knowing who people are and having a a rapport with them. But then there's also the the fun of being able to have said rapport with various people who play differently. Yes, that's just just a level of comfort and fun there that I think is you know hard for people to wrap their heads around sometimes. Agreed. And just like we typically do, we are going to be providing some of the behind the scenes details of this uh, session that we didn't talk about on the podcast on this week's bonus episode of Front Porch Swingers, which you can find exclusively on our Patreon community. It is just one bonus that we offer as a thank you for sponsoring the show and for allowing us to continue with our content creation. We also have things like our Naughty Telegram group, uh, which has people from all over the world on it of every walk of non-monogamy you could possibly imagine. It's a great place to connect with like-minded and sex-positive people. So we'd love for you to come join us there as well. And you can find all of the information on that at patreon.com slash front porch swingers a very big thank you to the newest members of our patreon community who this week are deshaun misty page and mike thanks for jumping on board with us guys we look forward to getting to know you better you can also like i said find the naughty stuff on onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers including a couple of short videos from this particular interaction and some fun with my lovely lady friend coming up soon we're also going to be having that on our fans page which the link will be in the bio for you or the show notes for you so that you can see that and we would love for you to join us on social media we're on twitter at fp swingers and instagram at fps pod media our youtube channel is called front porch swingers and anything else we have this week lots of new stuff coming up lots of exciting stuff coming up in the next 30 60 90 days definitely would encourage everybody to get over to cassidy.com get on our vegas hot wife community if you're interested in the hot wife space there is going to be so much new fun stuff happening with us in Vegas with the Hot Wife Space, you are not going to want to miss it. Absolutely. And we have some announcements coming up. Let's say a uh, nuptials of sorts. Yes, it's certainly a, a collaboration uh, and nuptials. Very, very good use of words there. Nuptials, I think, is a, a good way to describe it. <laughs> so stay tuned for that information. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.